WCAM, Wachula. W271DH, Zofo Springs. Bowling Green, Wachula. The Outlaw. 102.1. Welcome back, Outlaw Nation. This is the Weekend Recap, and you're listening to 102.1 The Outlaw. We've got another weekend in the books here, and I think it's time to crack open another weekend. I'm your host, Blake, a.k.a. Balake, and we have a jam-packed show for you tonight. Local NFL games and Monday night football matchups, NBA and NHL updates, college bowl games, and college basketball is underway. But first... Let's kick this out to our sponsors. The Great American Florida Gun Show has a gun show coming up in Stewart this January 7th and 8th. Doors will open Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 3. Make sure to check out their website at greatamericanfloridapromotions.com for dates and shows near you. With Christmas and New Year's barreling down on us, Jessica and her little helpers at JJ's Apparel and More have been hard at work. Putting together their holiday selection and personalized orders just in time for the holidays. If you can dream it, JJ's Apparel and More can design it. Make sure you hop on their Facebook page at JJ's Apparel and More or on their website at JJ's Apparel and More at MyShopify.com and check out their holiday selection. I think it's time for the introductions, man. I got Yusuf the Guru Khan checking in with us today, and he is dying to talk some NFL. So, so Yusuf, man, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. It could be better, but I can't complain overall. I hope you're doing good. Ah, uh, man, look, after this weekend, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think we're about in the same boat, man. I, I really, really do. But uh, but before we really chip away at this thing, let me, let me introduce our, the other third to the party. We got the man, the myth, the legend himself. Christopher Crouch, and I don't know if it was the song he was listening to, but he said he was hot and ready to go, so we'll find out, Chris. Man, how you doing today? Pretty good, boys. How's it going? Yes, uh, a little bit hot about the, the way that the weekend shaped out, and uh, yeah, I mean, I was into the song. <laughs> into the song, man? Look, I tell you what's not hot, and that's the weather outside. Look, y'all, look, you, you, you're going to get a hold of Mother Nature for us. You know, Tennessee's weather's drunk and down here in our state <laughs> and mucking some things up for us. So if you could get a hold of her and just let her know, you know, move a little bit further up north where she belongs, we'd be happy down here. But uh, what's the weather like up there for you guys? It, it's uh, it's cold. They're talking about <laughs> talking about high of the teens and, and the low 20s for – for Christmas and uh, for this weekend, I think the bottom is really supposed to fall out Thursday night going into Friday. And, yeah, and the dreaded S word came Uh-oh. up and, you know, everybody's freaking out. You can't go to Walmart. You can't oh. buy milk and eggs. Buy and, bread. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, no it, yeah, it, it's all gone. So uh, No toast for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, when you said that, those temperatures, look, good Lord, my, my bottom fell out. Holy smokes. Look, yeah. I, I, I hope he's teasing us, but I saw JJ post on their uh, social media page there on 102.1 or WAUC 102.1, and he mentioned something about snow in Florida. I'm like, Ugh. look, I, I moved down here <laughs> trying to uh, to avoid this wet, slushy, make your fingertips numb and painful weather. But uh, apparently, like I said, man, it's, it's a couple drinks in and she's down here now. Yeah, she she needs to go back up north where she came from, and uh, you know, just to leave us alone. I mean, I know, I know. Every now and again, we get a 
we get some of that. It's not really snow up here. It's ice. Yeah. And that's what, you know, yeah. that I've had, I've had a bunch of, I've had a bunch of Northern friends move down here to Tennessee and they're like, man, they're like, y'all weren't lying. This isn't just <laughs> snow. It's ice. I was like, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, yeah it's my, fine. My in-laws are from Ohio, you know, Columbus, Ohio. So they get plenty of snow up there. And my brother-in-law, he, he was talking a lot of smack, you know, about Tennessee drivers not knowing how to drive in the snow. And that same day, he puts his Dodge Stratus right underneath a, a guardrail at the bottom of a hill. I was like, ah, it's a little tricky here, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I love it. I mean, you, you got to love it when they they decide to sit there. Ooh, patch of ice. Let me slam on my brakes. Well, oh, yep. Yeah. See you off in the ditch. Yeah, that's always fun. Speaking of see you off in the ditch, what's happened to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man? These guys have hung a hard left to suck town this season. So, man, Yusuf. Help me out. What's what's going on with this Buccaneers team? It, I, I can't wrap my head around how we can have so much talent and we just can't make it happen. You know, it's just like we've been saying all season, it's a combination of factors, bad coaching, bad play calling, bad execution, just bad everywhere around. You know, they started off the game really good. They were up 17 to zip. I was at the game, and, you know, I'm like, you know, they look pretty good on offense. They're stopping them on defense. They got a pick early. Look, Mike then, Evans looked like a beast half, in the first downhill. half. You know, just, he, that first half, he had over, what, 50 yards? So I, just, I thought this was going to be a game where they were just going to blow him out the water. I was like, good, Tampa Bay's back. But no, man, it's uh, – is there anything sticking out? I mean, you, you mentioned bad coaching. You, you mentioned bad play. I mean, it's just – Tale of two halves. I mean, first half, they came out ready for the game. And second half, I don't know what they did on a punt. They tried to, you know, give it to the up back, and he fumbled it, or he wasn't expecting it. And then there was three turnovers after that, you know, a few picks and a fumble, and the game was done. Cincinnati had three points in the first (laughs) half, 31 in the second, 34-23 final score. So, Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of mistakes in the second half, just a lot of bad execution. I mean, Cincinnati didn't even have to do anything because they were getting the ball at the 20 and 30, so how hard was it to score? Well, well, (laughs) see, here's the thing. (laughs) Apparently really hard. (laughs) So, uh, no, man, it's just uh, – I'm trying to get their schedule pulled up and just to see, you know, are are we even – The worst worst thing – I mean, I guess it's a good thing technically. They're still in first first place by a game. I mean, they're they're going to win the division if they you know just beat out the Falcons and Panthers the last two games. Um, they got the Reds. Uh, they got one other team, Arizona, in there who's struggling as well. So I think they can win a couple of those games to win the division and you know get a home playoff game. But how much noise they can do in the playoffs? Probably not a lot. Oh, I know. You know, is this a year you even want to make it to the playoffs? I mean, do you even expect Tom Brady coming back next year? Uh, at this point, I mean, just saw all the stuff and everything that's happened. I wouldn't expect him back. I mean, I don't know if he would still play for another team. I've heard stuff about going back to New England, you know, this team, this team. So who knows what happens? So, I mean, we'll ride on him. It's still Tom Brady and, you know, still in the playoffs. Anything can happen, right? Yeah, I don't think the NFC is too particularly strong. You got Philadelphia, who's what, 12 and 1 or 11 and 1. I mean, I. They don't have playoff experience. The Vikings, uh, you know, they, they came back, but, you know, they had to 
the biggest comeback, and yeah, I'm sure they, they you will touch that. Comeback. I mean, they 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 set an NFL record. I mean, you gotta love Matt Ryan, man. Why does he keep getting on the bad end of these things? You know, biggest comeback in Super Bowl history. Now the biggest comeback in NFL history. But he's on the bad side of this thing. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, man, it's. Uh, yeah, and then you got like Dallas, and you know San Francisco actually with their third string second third string QB looks like the strongest team in the NFC. Maybe I mean, already played them. So. I tell you what, oh Strahan, he, he's or Shanahan. Why did I say Strahan? Shanahan, man, he's gonna. <laughs> this dude's probably going to win Coach of the Year if he can get this yeah. team off of the playoffs the way he's, the way they're playing right now. You know, it just you've gone through your first string. Then you told him he wasn't going to be your first string. So you brought in the the new guy. Then he gets hurt. Then we go back to that guy, and he's hurt. Now we go back, you know, now we're down to our third-string quarterback that nobody even saw on the board except for uh, San Francisco, you know, Mr. Irrelevant here. Now, it's sure can, looking pretty. Yeah, looking pretty not good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, all puns intended, you know. And, uh, how do my teams keep getting this wrong? <laughs> <laughs> we could go with the last selection in an NFL draft and possibly find our franchise quarterback. I mean, <laughs> I mean the only one that can uh, that can attest to something like that would be New England. It's like, oh, yeah, we knew what we were doing all along, <laughs> you know. But, man, looking here at the schedule, though, you got the Cardinals. You know, you got Colt McCoy leading those guys. You got the Panthers. I don't, you know, you, you got the Panthers and the Falcons the last two games of the week you know you beat these guys they, you've knocked them straight out of contention and, and you're just going to go ahead and like you said cruise on with the divisional title do you think that these guys are going to be healthy enough come time for the uh the playoffs i mean i hope the o-line you know Wars will be coming back he was questionable this week i mean i didn't think he was in a play at all but i mean he should be back in a week or two and if we can get Jensen and, you know, 80, 90%, if he's coming back this season, you know, it's wrapping up. So that was supposed to be, you know, our all pros, you know, Pro Bowl starting center. Mm-hmm. Um, that would really help out because then, you know, the well, other guys can go back to their backup roles and we have depth. Well, uh, receiver, you know, the whole situation with Julio, you guys have lived through that. So maybe he'll show up for the playoffs. Who knows? <laughs> Look, he, he might be for 60 yards in a playoff game. He, he did do that for us. You know, I was like, you know what? My, my legs feel pretty rested. I, I think I could go for 63. <laughs> so, Julio, man. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen a bigger fall from grace. I'm trying to think another wide receiver that's just, or anybody that stuck around that just really should not have. You know, other than maybe Joe Montana when he went over to Kansas City, right? Uh, that or Randy Moss in his last couple of years. <laughs> Randy, yeah, Randy Moss, Randy Moss to the around. Titans. <laughs> you know, uh, it's like any wide receiver that goes to the Titans that's not yeah. named A.J. Brown. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't Terrell Owens bouncing around to a few different teams of there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he did. Right but at the end. I think T.O. could really just go out there and perform. I just don't think anybody wanted to deal with him in the locker room, you know? Yeah. And, and he can still run. I, I saw he was he had clips of him still running like at forty something. I'm like, dang. Look, I, I could almost guarantee you he can come out and put up better numbers than any receiver we got. At the, at the Titans' position, you know, the Titans and the Bucks. I mean, they're, they're running a very similar season, you know, just completely underperformed out the gate all season long. 
huge, huge injuries to the offensive line and <clears throat> good defenses. But this is where it changes. The Bucks, we can pass the ball sometimes. The Titans, we can run the ball sometimes. But we can't do the other opposite. <laughs> the Titans can't pass it. The Bucks can't run it. And it's just the weirdest season for these two teams, you know. And, and with how bad they are. I mean, these are 500 teams. I'm trying to get over here to the Bucks to even see what their record is. But the Tennessee Titans, they're 7-7 seven and seven right now. You know, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I, I'm not fail, I'm failing to get this thing in front of me. Where are we at? Dun, 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 great radio, huh? But uh, we're six, six, eight. Eight. It's a, they're under 500 right now. So, and they're on top of their division. Uh, they're going to be a playoff team. So it's just the weirdest season for the NFC and AFC South divisions. But hey, the, the Bucks are in it to make history, right? The, they could be the first <laughs> losing team to win the Super Bowl. They really could. Look, if everybody comes in at the right time, you know, you, you stiffen up that offensive line. You give Brady some time. Give uh, – an aging Julio Jones time to limp out. And you got No, I think we need to change. inject him with some stem cell or something. <laughs> some stem cells. Look, uh, I don't care what you give him. I mean, get him get him a defibrillator. <laughs> just whatever you need to do to get him going. Look, just oh, drop him a tens machine. Method, something <laughs> like that. It just throw a tens machine to those hamstrings and just crank it up to 25 and make them run. <laughs> just make them run. High knees, man. Let's do it. But uh, and I feel the Titans are in a very very similar boat. Minus they're not going to get a whole lot of help back on this offensive line. Uh, if they make it into the playoffs, they're, they're going to have some key pieces make their way back. Also, you know, you're going to have Traylon Burks back in the lineup, and, and so you're going to add another dynamic that can at least hopefully change the trajectory of these two teams because it has just been nothing but the pits with the both of them and it, it's just been hard to watch uh the it, watching the Tampa bay game oh my goodness I, I had to pull the titans game up on my phone just so i could watch something different <laughs> you know i was like oh my god look after the first quarter i was so excited at first but after the first quarter they were just not even competitive but uh on the other side of that you got the tennessee titans where it wasn't a pretty game by any means, but it was competitive all the way to the end. You know, it just—I don't know, man. How you feeling about it, Chris? Um, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I think Jacksonville is going to end up winning it at the last game of the season. I've, I've kind of, unfortunately, I've kind of given up on them. I think. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, it came down to to yesterday's game. You could tell they the defense tried their hardest oh, and they and they they did everything they could. I mean, what a freaking interception that they had in the end zone to sit there and tip the pat and tip it back and and you know collect the end zone and then Bayer comes up with the big interception too and you know it's just it's it's disheartening because you know of course today everybody wants to overreact and things like that but I mean. To be honest with you, it's not overreacting. It's horrible play calls by by Todd Downing. It's it's the the fact that I understand that Derrick Henry isn't the greatest pass catcher at all. But I'm sorry if you need three, if you need two yards, third and you're two. third and two, and third he's been and knocking two. off. Yeah, he's been knocking off chunks like he's been knocking off all game. I mean, that dude was running like a man on a mission. 
and the offensive line couldn't stop anything. And why not try to give it to him? Why not, you know, let him sneak out and and flare out and catch a, catch a pass out in the open? And I mean, you 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 need you need two yards. You know what everybody's going to do whenever he's on the field. They're going to put ten guys in the box, and you know that's how they're going to play it. Yeah. So I mean, I just I'm 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 not done. I'm kind of I'm kind of like I am with them on the Preds. Is it's like the season is is had promise. You know, you got all these pieces, and you know you've got all this stuff going on. But then at the same time, once it all starts coming, and it's just it's a snowball effect to where you know. All right. Well, let's just lose the rest of our game so that we can at least get a decent draft pick. I mean, it's just it's it's disheartening, and even you could tell it yesterday by by the way that the players were saying it. I mean, Kevin Byard is one of the most professional professionals. He he will take it if 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 his defense does bad. He will, you know, give it to everybody else if, if you know, the defense is doing good. He is the quarterback of the defense. I mean, he's 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 one of my top five greatest Titans to, to ever put on the jersey. And he doesn't he doesn't say the things that he said yesterday. And and you know, for those that didn't see it, he was talking about you know, he doesn't know what they need to do. He doesn't know, you know, what all's going on, and and you know, he's got to fix it. He don't want to get into playoffs and you know turn around and lose in the first the first round. He doesn't he doesn't care. And you know, okay, well, good for us. Pat us on the back that you know we're only a game up from Jacksonville. You know, for the division lead. And I mean, it's just it's it's you could tell everybody's frustrated. And I think a lot of it has to do with the offensive coordinator. A lot of it has to do with however many injuries they have. I mean, they've already played. They played 92, 91, 92 people last year, and they've played oh 80 goodness. so far this year. So, I mean, that's going to eventually go up um, next weekend Look, on Saturday. I get so records I'm, are meant to be broken, but this is not a record I want to break. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, in some of it, you know, you got LaJuan with the ACL. You've got you got Burks you got Burks out with the concussion. I mean, there's not much there's not much you can do about those things. It's not like it's you know hamstring this, hamstring that, or you know twisted ankle and all this other. I mean, it's just it's one thing after another. I mean, they need to get rid. They need to completely redo everything. Get rid of the training staff. Get rid of the scouts because they obviously don't know <laughs> what they're doing. I, I think they made the. A- good choice by getting rid of j-rob you know and let let me speak on the kevin byard conversation you know not knowing what to do look hopefully he listens to the show like i think amy adams drunk did you know that week we ripped j-rob she went and fired him the next morning so i mean hopefully the titans are listening here i know jeffrey simmons keeps up with the show but there's absolutely nothing this defense can do different you have held teams other than buffalo and you know the things got a little out of hand with Philadelphia, but you know that was kind of a personal game there, and they made it personal for sure. But you're holding teams under 20 points most of the season, so I mean this defense is doing everything it can, especially with the injuries at huge players. I mean, look at the defensive backs that are missing. You're missing Harold Landry. You're you're missing Danico Autry. You're missing Bud Dupree for most of the season. 
and this team just continues to go out and dominate on the defensive side. But yep. it is all-encompassing on this offense and the play calling. Like, like you said, there is absolutely no reason the best running back in the league and possibly the history of the NFL should be sidelined on third and two. No, I, don't I mean care even if he's not even getting the ball, if, all yeah, you got to do is if, pretend you are, and you have that middle of the field wide open because them yeah. linebackers are not going to hesitate because they know they are about to have a full lunchbox in their face. You just can't hesitate, and to be on the sideline is just absurd to me. But you're taking the best player on your team and benching them. Yeah, I mean, and, and I could understand in the beginning, you know, third and short, you know, it's third and four, third and five and things like that. They didn't put him on the, the they didn't put him in the game in, in the early years because he had a, he had a problem not catching the ball. Okay, that's fine. But the, the work that he has put in, in the off seasons to catch the ball, to be able to, to be more, available for them not just okay first and second down and you know all i'm going to do is run the ball i mean he has not only does he work out like a freak of nature he's also he's also worked on trying to catch the ball a whole lot better now he caught passes at alabama but it wasn't to the extent that he has been catching them this season or anything else but i mean i i just i don't understand it and you know everybody People are saying, "Well, he isn't running like he he isn't running like he has been, or anything else." Last night, he ran yeah. like the old Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. He was and, getting those yards, man. He just had exactly. A <laughs> and and I mean, okay, yes, uh, there's been games where he's been held under 100 yards, but how many of those times did did someone miss an assignment or you know up front and they tackle him two yards in the backfield? By the time he's getting the ball. He's getting hit. So, I mean, yeah. you can't, you know, you, you can't let him go. You can't let him maneuver because as soon as he gets the ball, he's going to get hit. Look, I, I, I tried to touch on that just a little bit like over the weekend. You're, you need Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry to be able to make plays down the field. Their first move should not be making a play in the backfield. Should not. So, yeah. I just I, I liked that they changed the left tackle. I hate that he got hurt pretty much immediately, but man, it, it just daily is not the answer there. You know, put no. anybody look, go to whatever practice squads you need to and find us a left tackle because this ain't working. Look, I don't know if you've got to wait till a GM gets in the building before we can go make these moves, but give somebody that authority to, to bring in some help on this left side of the, the, the O line. And find us something to throw to, <laughs> you know. Traylon Burks is our our one hope, <laughs> and I hate to put it on this kid because he, he's already got a tall enough mountain, you know. We traded away AJ Brown for you, <laughs> and now we're praying that he comes back so he can change the trajectory <laughs> of the way this Titan season is going because we've lost four in a row, man. This isn't looking good at all. Now, on the flip side, you know, I think we've beat them up enough. We can go out and say, 
if we can go into these next three games and win out, it's a brand new season. So technically, your playoffs have started now. You know, they got to win Jacksonville. You know, if they don't beat Jacksonville, it's game over at that point. But you got to win out. And the hope is to get these players back for the playoffs, which I imagine I, what we've had Traylon Burks out, what, two weeks now? I would imagine he's going to be ready for next week. You know, that's normally how these things shake up, unless that was like a severe, severe concussion. And this might be something totally different for the kid. But the way this stuff's really worked out, you normally see him in that time frame. But it's just. Well, and, and that was the thing. Man. that That's what made the Jacksonville game so important for us to win. Not only could we go ahead and wrap up the AFC South, and we would be able to rest these guys. You know, Autry is doing his best. He's coming in and out. He's he's playing when he's able to. And, you know, unfortunately, Burks got hurt in the Eagles game. But you're not – now you need those guys to come back. We need you to come back. Now against Houston, now Houston the past couple of weeks have surprised everybody. Hopefully that – hopefully Saturday it turns into a Derrick Henry show and he just runs all over them like he normally does. But at the same time, you know, you you have to have your guys back. And there is no room for for failure. I mean, you, you look at it. You know, it, Jacksonville and Tennessee have gone basically the opposite of each other right now. In the beginning, Jacksonville started kind of rough. And, you know, they, they, you know, were going through some growing pains trying to get everybody together. Now they're all this gelling. Now they're playing the good. Now they're the right now, man. This might be yeah, one of the yeah. hottest teams. Yep. And and the Titans come out and, and they started off they started the season, you know, started a little sketchy, but I mean they, they got into a groove. They started they started rolling off wins and everything else and you know, they took advantage of of the Colts twice. They took advantage of Houston, you know, I mean they, they took advantage of the games that they needed to win. But when you look at it, Look at their schedule, and if I'm not mistaken, they don't have a win over an AFC team that is a playoff team. No, I, they don't. I believe I'm right. No, they don't. And, they... and I mean, th- th- that's not going to cut it. I mean, it's not. You're going to end up doing the same thing, and it's like you know, teasing you. Oh yeah, look, we made the playoffs. I, I, you win the AFC South, you should win the AFC South. The AFC South is like the NFC South, and it's horrible. Oh, no, so dude. I mean, it's like we're in a competition just, of which one of these divisions suck the worst, right? Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I don't, I, I can't. I'm not going to give you any credit for winning the AFC South because I mean, you you should win the AFC South. Now, as like I said in the beginning, I honestly think it's going to come down to the Jacksonville game. If we don't implode on ourselves and lose against Houston, it, I think Houston I think it's going to come down to the Jacksonville game, and I think. I honestly think Jacksonville will win, to be honest yeah. with you. And Houston if, scares me. Look how they've been playing the last two weeks. They should yeah. have won against Kansas City. They should have won this week. But they didn't. And they always, for some reason, not just Houston, but the Titans, Houston for some reason always can get us every year. And the Titans, for some reason, love to lose to the worst teams in the NFL every year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's coming, man. Yeah, I mean, that's like two years ago in order for us to – I mean, Henry had to break 2,000 yards 
the the year he broke two thousand, he had to break two thousand yards. He needed all two. I believe he had two hundred and fifty some odd yards of rushing. He needed all of that in order for us to beat Houston. Yeah, and Houston was on their way to a, a top top five pick, just like they are this year. Yeah. There is no reason anybody needs to be messing around with Houston. Just go in there, take care of your business, get your W, and get out of there. Well, well. Speaking of W's, man, we're we're close to the uh, the break here. Let's let's hit the NHL. Let's do a quick rundown on some scores real quick before we kick this out the break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more NFL. So the Florida Panthers been in action. They were taking on the New Jersey Devils this past Saturday. Panthers take that four to two. They've got a game coming up today against the Boston Bruins. Uh, currently, that game is actually underway. So if you're a Panthers fan. Check out the Facebook page. We'll keep you updated there. Uh, Wednesday, the Devils and the Panthers, they've got a 7 p.m. Friday, Panthers at New Jersey, 7.30. The Tampa Bay Lightning, man, this team has been red hot and melting the ice down over there in Emily Arena. They beat the Canadians 5-1 to one on Saturday. The next games they've got coming up, they are going to be on the road. Tampa Bay is going to be in Toronto on Tuesday, Detroit on Wednesday, and up in Buffalo on Friday right before the holiday. Uh, the Nashville Predators, though, these guys seem to be stuck in the ice. They uh, took on the Avalanche. They lost that one 3-1. to one. Uh, They got games coming up actually today here uh, right as the break is kicking out. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, after the show. Uh, the Predators versus Oilers. Uh, Wednesdays we got the Blackhawks, and Fridays they'll be on the road again. Oh, I'm sorry, they'll be at home taking on the Avalanche. So make sure you guys are li- looking at the local listings there. Keep up with the Facebook page, and we'll keep you posted on the the scores and the uh, the matchups coming there. Uh, right before break, though, I want to spin this out to our sponsors. Again, Great American Florida Promotions has a gun show coming up this weekend. Or not this weekend, January 7th and 8th. Make sure you hop on their Facebook page, up on their uh, website, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com. Check out the dates and shows near you. And again, JJ's Apparel and more. These guys are the official outfitters of the weekend recap. Without you guys, we'd be a little less swagtastic. But uh, stay, stay close to the radio, guys. We'll be right back after this break. Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show. Dates and location for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle, Haines City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com. Or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations. Looking for a new job that doesn't require a four-year degree? Do you want to make a difference in your community? Now is the time to start your career with the Florida Department of Corrections. With starting pay now at $20 an hour for security positions, $1,000 hiring bonus at select locations, plus full retirement, health benefits, and free college courses, you can work in a supportive, people-first environment. Visit FLDOCjobs.com today for more details. That's FLDOCjobs.com. 102.1. It's real country. That's right, guys. You hear the music. Monday Night Football is on tonight. Looks like the L.A. Rams are going to be up in Lambeau taking on the Green Bay Packers. This might actually be a good game. Uh, Baker Mayfield gets his first official start for the LA Rams 
and he didn't look too bad <laughs> in the uh, 30 hours of exposure he had for their offense going into that game last week. So uh, make sure to check that one out. I'm definitely going to tune in because any opportunity to watch uh, good old Aaron Rodgers lose up there in Green Bay is always uh, good entertainment for me. But uh, let's dive back into this playoff picture. You know, we, we hit on it just a little bit. We talked about them just a little bit. And I don't think we give them enough respect on this station currently. And I, I think they have gotten to the point where we've got to put a little respect on their name, man. They've gone and have put up four wins in a row against Baltimore. Oh, I'm sorry. They they lost pretty convincingly to Detroit there. I'm sorry. My, don't have my glasses on and the font's not that big. But... Uh, over the weekend, the Jacksonville Jaguars go and put up 40 points on the Dallas Cowboys to finish this thing in overtime with a pick six, man. And like we said before the break, this is one of the hottest teams in football right now. This team is believing. They've got talent. They've got protection. they got a run game. They can throw the ball. And the defense is finally starting to wake up for this team. And... Titan fans, you guys need to be worried. These guys are just chomping on your heels. Let, let's take a look at their matchups real quick. Next week, Thursday night football, Jacksonville's going to be up in New York taking on the Jets. Then they'll be on the road taking on the Houston Texans, which Jacksonville's done a pretty good job smacking these guys around over the past few years. And then they're going to be home. And what I think could be what catapults them into the playoffs. They will have the Titans at home January 8th. That time's still to be determined. So this might be a big game coming into the weekend or into that weekend. So make sure to keep up with our Facebook page. It's going to be the weekend recap. That way you can stay up to date on the action, man. But how how are the Jacksonville Jaguars being received up there in Tennessee? Are they talking about them? Are they worried about them? Is there any noise going on about uh, this Jacksonville team? Oh no! I mean, the, some people were some people were scared. Some people were are worried, and some people are like me who thinks that Jacksonville is going to end up getting them into at home on the the last game of the year. And then there's people who are still not believing in Lawrence and what Doug Peterson's got going on and everything else, thinking that you know they'll just end up choking it away. But I mean, if you ask me, they 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 have taken and they remind me of. They remind me of the Titans a few years back. The, the season before they won the AFC Championship, or, yeah, the, uh, got to the AFC Championship game. You know, the offense was there. They had they had um, Corey Davis was coming in, and he was, he was pretty good. You know, A.J. Brown was in the beginning of everything, and, you know, he was he looked promising. And then they had the running game, and you know it was it, it looked it looked really good. They just needed their defense to to do something. They couldn't get no pass rush. They couldn't cover nobody. Corners couldn't stay with their guys, kind of like it is now. But I mean, they they they've done a good job, and they're up and coming. And and I think you know everybody wants to make it out to be oh, it's between the Titans and the Colts and things like that. I think for the next couple of years, you know, unless the Titans turn the ship around and figure out what's all what all is going on, I think it's going to be the Jags and Titans. You know, 
taking it and see who's going to win the AFC South. I mean, you know, Houston's a long way away. They'll get the first round pick, and you know, I mean, they'll get the number one pick. And hey, maybe Bryce Young will go in there. You know, from the projections, maybe Bryce Young will go in there and he'll turn that thing on its on its head, and you know, he'll turn them around. But you know, the the Texans are a couple of years away. The Colts, that's just a mitigated disaster up there. I mean, <laughs> they don't know. You know, the owner yeah, can't stop drinking again. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I mean, but still, I that's you, you know, I, I'm I'm not even gonna lie. I was sitting there watching <laughs> and waiting for the Titans game to come on, and and I saw the Colts was up thirty three nothing. I was like, I'm not even gonna turn it over there. No. I'm not even gonna look. Not gonna try to see. You know, I can't believe that they're winning thirty three to nothing. Did this team not show up? And then all of a sudden, I start seeing the scores just start changing. And then start changing, and then start changing, and they don't start. They they're not. They kick a field goal, and then they got thirty six. I was like, oh, they're gonna get beat. I said, hold, hold, hold. They're gonna get beat. Minnesota's gonna come back and beat them. And sure enough, they did. And I laughed so hard. Oh, I I've got several coach fans, and you know, I didn't want to rub it in because right now we we kind of stink. But I mean, oh man, it was it was great. Now, the way it sits. We'll talk playoff picture real quick. You got Buffalo sitting at the number one, Kansas City number two, Cincinnati number three, and Tennessee number four. So these are going to be your division winners. If the Titans can keep can right the ship, I won't say keep the ship right, it, or the, the ship's sinking right now. But you got the Chargers with the win over the weekend and the Jets losing. They slip up to the number six. Miami's loss, they fall back to the number seven spot. So that's kind of where everything's sitting right now for the AFC. Now over here on the NFC, you got Philadelphia at one, you've got Minnesota at two, San Francisco at three, and Tampa Bay at four. Again, these are going to be your divisional winners. I don't see Tampa Bay not winning their division. You know, I I don't think I'm worried about Carolina. They don't know what they got going on, so I'm not too worried about that. And as long as Tampa wins out, you don't have to worry about the other two teams, right? Now Dallas is sitting here at number five. You got New York sitting at number six and Washington sitting at number seven. And it's crazy to think that all four of these NFC East teams could very well possibly be in the playoffs and nobody else is going to be represented. So this, the the pick, the playoff picture is really starting to tighten up, you know, and no puns intended, but I don't think this is set in stone. You know, if Miami is going on a slippery slope and starts losing, they could play themselves right out of the playoffs. Now, Tennessee, if they can't beat Jacksonville, that's all the Jags need. All the the Jags have to do is win. If the Jags can win the next three games, they're in, regardless of what Tennessee does. If you beat Tennessee the end of the season and you handle business leading up to it, you're in the playoffs. And Tennessee... I don't see a spot for him in there. You know, you've already lost a head-to-head with the Chargers. You've lost the – I'm trying to look at my other teams. We didn't play Baltimore, but, you know, you, you've got other teams that have, so I'm, I'm pretty sure the you lost the, schedule there we lost is going to Yeah, we lost to Kansas out. City. So, it's just – Jacksonville might sneak in, man. So my my Jaguar they they had a lot of stuff happen that they need to have happen over the weekend too. The Jets lost, you know, all these other teams just trickled away and lost that they needed to. New England lost, so I mean, it looked really good for them. 
things, but just win, baby. That's all you got to do. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I think we've talked enough about the NFL. We, we got uh, some other things we really need to get to, uh, some other football games that are going to be coming up. Uh, we've got college bowl games. And this is the weird time of the year where it's no longer just on Saturday, kind of like the NFL is no longer just on Sunday. <laughs> so you, you had Marshall in Connecticut today. Uh, Marshall wins it 28-14, to 14, but tomorrow we have the famous Idaho Potato Bowl with uh, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State. You got the Boca Raton Bowl, and uh, looks like we got Liberty and Toledo. That's again tomorrow. Wednesday, you're going to have the New Orleans Bowl with Western Kentucky and South Alabama. Uh, you've got the Armed Forces Bowl on Thursday. That's going to be Baylor and Air Force. The Independence Bowl will be Friday as well. You're looking Louisiana and Houston. Now, the Gasparilla Bowl. You don't know much about that one. Me, personally, I don't know much about that one. But I, I'm familiar with Gasparilla. And it's a time of the year in Tampa Bay where everybody dresses up like pirates. <laughs> and it's kind of like a a pirate-blown Mardi Gras. <laughs> or a pirate-themed Mardi Gras, best way for me to put it. But it's a whole lot of drinking. Everybody's dressed up like pirates, and everybody's just acting a fool down there in Tampa Bay. But the Gasparilla Bowl, we're going to have Wake Forest in Missouri, so that's actually going to be two really good teams on display here. That's going to be Friday, looks like. Uh, Middle Tennessee and San Diego State, in my opinion, pulled the best bowl game out of all of this. The Hawaii Bowl. So those boys up there in Middle Tennessee, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they should have already made it over there to Honolulu at this point. But uh, they're they're soaking it up, man. I mean, how mad would you be to be a beat writer having to follow this team this year? <clears throat> nope, not <laughs> mad at all. Especially going over there. Yep, warm weather. Don't have to deal with these twenties that are that are sitting out here now. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> so that's going to be this Saturday. Look, man, when I joined the army, you know it's. Uh, we're going through basic training, and I'm listening to all these guys getting their duty stations assigned to them where they're going after they get done with AIT, right? And I was a mechanic, and we had like five of us. You know, I was a reservist, so, you know, I'm going back home to Tennessee where my, my unit is. But I'm listening to these active duty guys getting their stations assigned. And three of the four get stationed to Hawaii. I was like, man. Is it too late for me to sign up for active? <laughs> I want to go active. Wait a second. Where can, where can I sign the paperwork? And the other one, it, it got about as opposite as a, you ever could get. They got stationed in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh. <laughs> so uh, I feel that would have been me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But uh, now it turns out she was uh, married to somebody that was already stationed there. So it was kind of a predetermined thing because of uh, – marital law i guess but no man to, a trip to hawaii my brother uh my younger brother clark was just uh, lord i think he still is stationed over there in hawaii i need to check in with him but not a bad duty station man i could imagine it's hot pretty humid <laughs> and and a little little rumbly with the volcanoes there but uh certainly one i want to check out for sure but uh that's going to wrap it up for the uh the bowl games coming up this week now next week we're going to have a few more that's a little bit more entertaining. You know, you're going to have Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl. You're going to have the Tennessee Vols playing in the Orange Bowl. And then you got all the uh, college football playoff games. So, I mean, definitely, hey. definitely looking forward to next week. But we got a we got a few in the pot that we can really look forward to. Like I said, man, we got uh, 
the Gasparilla Bowl, which is always fun. And then you got Middle Tennessee out there in Hawaii that we're going to be able to tune into. So uh, definitely excited about those. Hey, hey, uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, is is JJ doing okay? Because uh, I don't, I don't know what happened to his Gators, but I for, <laughs> think they forgot that they had a bowl game. <laughs> look, look, most of the team didn't forget. It's just the ones that decided not to participate. That's <laughs> what so really messed that one up, man. Look, I, I really wanted the Gators to do good in this one, and I'm I'm watching the game, and then it gets to a point where I'm just casually watching the game so I can talk about it. To oh my god, I'm just going to tune in later and catch the highlights to to watch them kick a field goal to make sure they didn't get shut out. <laughs> Sorry, oh man. Look, here's the thing. I get it. You're wanting to declare to the draft, but what does that say about you as a player? That you're going to basically walk out on your team and decide not to play what could be the biggest game of their lives. You know, I mean, it just. For me, well, if I'm having to make those decisions, uh, that one's going to stick out like a sore thumb to me. And it, you didn't quite prove yourself as a college player. You know, you was very inconsistent over the season. And to turn around and just be like, you know what, I'm declaring to the draft and I won't be going to the bowl game so I don't get hurt for the draft. In my opinion, all you've done is hurt your draft stock even more. You know, it's I don't know where they're projecting this kid, but it's not in the area that – is going to pay him well. We, we will put it that way. Yeah, you know, and, and that's one thing that I've always kind of been against. I understand, you know, the business aspect of it. You want to take care of yourself. You want to try to get, you know, you know, work out for the combine, get your body ready and everything else. I, 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 I do understand it. But, you know, I was reading, I was reading this morning about um, Bryce Young and Will Anderson this, I mean, Bryce Young's projected to go number one. Will Anderson is supposed to is is projected to go in the top five. I mean, and they both said, "No, we want to play. We're competitors. Yeah. We're we're this is this is what we do. We still have one more game on our schedule." And for those guys to sit there and come back and say that kind of thing, you know, it it does it does bring hope that other people will follow i mean you you gotta also think about it. a lot of it too before this year or last year was you know getting the money and and making sure i'm gonna you know i'm gonna get a good draft draft pick so that i can you know set my family up well now with the nil half these kids are making more money than what their signing bonuses are going to be or what they could make in the nfl start going pro and so why not why not stay another year why not you know sit there and play and try to help your draft stock not only are you going to have your nil money you're going to turn around and be able to have you know a higher draft pick and you're going to be able to work on your craft a little bit more you you'll make your you, you know you'll make yourself more more what's the word i'm looking for more seen more more polished more you know more attractive yeah yeah you, or, yeah or you, my you can teachers love to say more better <laughs> yeah 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 that's that, that i was trying to get out of the tennessee song but yeah <laughs> you, you make yourself you make yourself look more better i mean uh, that's that's that, that's just that's just how it is i mean and I, again i understand it but at the same time you know 
I wonder, even with the NIL stuff, if this is going to change some some of the kids' minds about you know wanting to play. If if they're only going to get a second or a third round draft draft pick, and you know they ended up going and oh, I'm going to declare for the draft. Well, if I'm throwing away a couple of million dollars in NIL money, why am I going to? Why do I need to do that? I'll, let me just stay here, get the couple of, get the couple of million dollars, and you know try to help myself. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't think I didn't think Richardson needed to come out not this year, not with all the quarterbacks wow. and everybody else that's coming out with them. He's I know I didn't think that was the good timing, and it was like you said, he kind of he kind of he hasn't proven himself. I mean, yes, the Duke can throw the ball and he can run, but between the ears is is what he needed to work on, and I yeah. think that's what's going to end up getting him in the pros is is he has to have that short mindset and you know even watching him when they came up and played against Fandy you could tell if he he missed a pass he was on the side of just beating himself up yeah. and you know yeah, not he couldn't get over yeah he yeah he he couldn't flush it he he couldn't let that play go no I'm with you man it, it, in my opinion this dude's gonna be lucky to get drafted you know and I'm not just trying to be mean but you really did not put anything out there but, you know, a couple of good wins against some ranked teams. But you did show how inconsistent you were. And then you go and show, hey, I'm willing to be a me player, not a team player, by sitting all this stuff out. So it, all you've shown is you can't elevate your team when it's clutch time. And you're not all about the team. Yeah. with this decision to sit out the bowl game. And what I'm worried about is they're going to start treating all these lower bowl games kind of like the pros started doing the uh, Pro Bowl, you know? I, I would really hate to see it get to a point where the quality of play is just so terrible because they're like, you know what, I appreciate the selection. I'm going to sit it out so I don't get hurt for the playoffs or for the, the Super Bowl or for, you know, next season. I mean, how many times Vince Young went to the Pro Bowl? And that's because the three in front of them said no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it means nothing yeah. at this point. So it's just, I don't know, man. It, with all the NIL money, you figured there'd be like a nice little purse added into these things to make them want to do this kind of stuff. And maybe they could structure it to where there's a uh, a pay structure to where you have freshmen making this or juniors and sophomores and seniors. You know, you hit a different grade level. You hit a different uh pay structure for all your nil deals i don't i'm not the guy behind the numbers so i really don't know how all this stuff works but you you incentivize being there and Mm -hmm. i I figure you're gonna knock a lot of this stuff out of the out of the way that that's starting to erode already what's going on with the uh just in the bowl games and with the portals and all everything else that's going on with college football but it's a weird slope man and Give it a few years, we're going to have a better idea on how all the NIL and all this money is going to affect this product moving forward. Well, and and, and I'm I'm in agreement. I think something should have been set up the kind of the way that you talked. You know, okay, freshmen can only make this amount. So, sophomores can only make this amount. Juniors and seniors, so on and so forth. I mean, I don't care if you're the you know if you're the the next coming of of Peyton Manning or, you know, Patrick Mahomes coming in as a freshman. I mean, you still, that's like, you know, Nico coming in at, at UT. There's a lot of hype around him. And, I mean, from everything I've seen, he looks good. 
But, you know, that's what they also thought about DJ Ugg over in Clinton. I'm not going to pronounce his last name because I can't. Uh, <laughs> There's way but, too but many him, consonants in that name. Somebody, yeah. look, I feel like uh, Will of Fortune. Can, can I buy yeah. a vowel? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's a little bit too many in that one. But, I mean, it, it's just like him. You know, he came in and he played those two games for Trevor Lawrence, and he, he was good. Then he got the starting job, and he now he's transferring because, I mean – Dabo's like, yep, nope, I'm not going to do that anymore. So, I mean, what are you, you know, I, I think that expanding the playoffs is going to help with the bowl games, meaning, you know, making them mean more. And I think that, you know, more people will want to not just hop straight into the draft if they know they actually have a little bit of a better chance if they're in the playoffs and things like that. So I think that'll help. And I also think that these kids getting the money, I think that'll help some of the kids come in and, and stay and at least at least finish out the season. If you know, just like Young, if, if he knows he's going, he knows he's going number one. He he knows it, and but yet, excuse me, he still wants to come in and he still wants to play because that's his team. He has you know unfinished business in his eyes. He has one more game on the schedule that they have to take care of. And it's it's nice to see that, yeah. and I hope that more players do do that because, you know, the fans who are sitting there and paying all the money to come to the games and things like that they they don't want to go, they don't want to go to a bowl game, you know, and not see their uh, not see their guy play. I mean, that's like Levis coming, you know. I think Kentucky is playing, uh, per. Do yeah, here in, in Music City Ball, yeah, and so I mean the the That's Kentucky gonna fans are going to show up too, anyways. Man. Yeah, they're, they're going to show up anyways. But you know, if you have Levis and you know they're they're really good running back, and you have all of them not coming, why why do I want to go? Yeah. Why do I want to go sit out in the cold when I can just watch it at the house? Hey. I mean. And the NFL talks about it religiously. The NBA, the MLB, but the network dollars. That is yeah. one thing that hasn't even been touched or mentioned with what the NCAA brings in, you know, college football, college basketball. And I promise you, they far surpass any numbers that the NFL is putting up when it comes to broadcast dollars that they're making. And you got to look at what these Super Bowl commercial ads are running. You know, we're talking millions of dollars for a 30-second spot, right? But which... If you guys want to sponsor the show, I promise you, we're much, much cheaper than that. But uh, <laughs> could you imagine what they're char- charging through the college football playoffs, the college football championship, all the different bowl oh, yeah. games throughout the entire season, the SEC, Big Ten, Pac-12, Big 12 championship games? They are just milking so much money. in. And this is – if we're going to go NIL and start paying these players, and if you want to make a better product, that's where it needs to be – at least the dollars be unionized to where all the different schools and systems can benefit off that. And and then you hit those pay structures with your freshmen, your sophomores, your juniors, your seniors. That way you have incentives and bonuses, so to say, to get them to stay there. You know, I I promise you Calipari is not liking that idea up in Kentucky. But but, uh, if you could bring in some college programs, or at least the football programs where you have people that are just – you really wish would have stayed one more year 
those, that kind of those kind of dollars, I would imagine, would be very enticing. Because how many first round picks are still in the uh, NFL this year? Last year, the year before that, it, it's if you're going first round, you're not going to a good situation <laughs> in no. most cases. Nope. So, on that end, that money might be life changing for them at that point. You know, who, who knows if they're thinking that far ahead, but. Lord, I promise I'll go be like third string if they're going to put some money in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, I, I know, I know, I, I'm completely changing the subject and everything else, and I know we're fixing to uh, we're up against it. Yeah, but I just wanted to let everybody know. I hope everyone has a merry Christmas. I hope everyone, you know, will talk to y'all after Christmas. But I hope yeah. everyone has a merry Christmas. I hope everyone is safe and enjoyed the. Uh, being with family and friends and all of that other good stuff and you know kids if you're listening make sure you clean your room and make sure you go to bed and listen to your parents so that uh santa claus will come and see you next week don't forget to brush your teeth don't forget to brush your teeth (laughs) and eat your supper and clean your plate (laughs) quick question before we get up against the clock here what is your favorite christmas movie well some some will argue that uh, it's not a Christmas movie, but I mean you you know you got you got Die Hard. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, all, all time, <laughs> all, all my all time favorite one has to be Christmas uh, Christmas Vacation. Christmas National Vacation. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Every year, I try to watch it at least once or twice. And yeah, is there a favorite scene that you go back to? Uh, where he says the ex. ex uh, the bad words and says that we're we're going to be the happiest bunch of people on this side of the nut house. That's that's probably there. There's so many one liners and everything else in that movie, but that's probably one of that. That and uh, when uh, when Uncle Eddie is uh, cleaning out the uh, the RV and uh, yeah, I love he Uncle says Eddie, his, he says his famous line. The, the squirrel in the Christmas tree was one of my favorite parts. I mean, it's just pure chaos, nothing but entertainment. I loved it as a kid. I love it as an adult. It, it doesn't get any better. Now, for me, I'm going to have to say The Elf. I, I know it's not one of the older traditional Christmas movies. It's newer compared to what most people are going to go back to. But it's not Christmas without The Elf, man. Will Ferrell did an absolute killer job in that movie. And I'll especially yeah. the, my favorite part, I, I don't want to sound like a pervert here, but the shower scene when they start yeah. coming back and yeah. forth to each other. <laughs> I mean, just the pure innocence that he played in that movie was just spectacular, especially when they announced Santa was coming. The absolute <laughs> freak out that he had, man, was just absolutely priceless. Santa, I'm not going to scream, I'm going to ruin up the audio here. But uh, looks like we're up against the clock, though, man. Again, happy holidays. Hope you guys tune in again next week. Uh, Great American Florida Promotions, JJ's Apparel and More. Appreciate you putting on the show. And thank you to each and every one of you listeners out there for tuning in every Monday and finding the live stream on the weekends. But until next time, Outlaws, stay classy. (laughs) 